0: Welcome to Mood AF, ladies and gentlemen. It's your girl Nikita. Thank you for joining me this evening. Here at Mood AF, we are all tea, all shade, and all the fans. For those of you that are new, thank you for joining me. We always love the newbies. Now listen, fair warning if you're new, um, this is a show not intended for the week, so if you don't like too much tea being spilled too much shade being thrown and if you get offended easily like it's okay you can just go ahead and skip on by just like there's millions of bread aisles there's millions of podcasts so you know i'm i'm, I'm not gonna get offended i promise so I know it's been a while, right? And last episode was New York, New York. Um, we spoke about the hi- uh, excuse me, the housing crisis in New York and how affordable housing is literally not affordable. And welcome to New York where the cost of living is so ungodly expensive. Um, look at me rambling because I missed you guys so much. So we're going to do a little new segment, right? It's called Old Tea and New Tea. So we're going to recap old tea, and then I'm going to get into some new tea, and then we're going to get into old tea, all shade, and all offense about (laughs) what we're talking about tonight. Good. So old tea. Obviously, last episode came out in November. Please do not shade me. I'm so sorry. I'm not even going to give y'all any BS excuse. Like, I promise. Like, we just going to keep it moving, right? Good. We're all here. We're happy. We're healthy. It's 2021. Entered a new year um obviously the the insurrection happened crazy um obviously we have a new president and you know my son is clearly not making good on any of his words so mm, how great is that (laughs) anyway um I'm trying to catch y'all up on some old tea like if anything old has happened Uh, no, there's nothing all that I really feel that is worth disclosing with me right now, but, um, it is February. This is Black History Month, so Black people, shoutouts to y'all. As Issa Rae said, I'm rooting for everybody Black. (laughs) That's that. Anyway, moving on. Tonight's cocktail of choice is actually something that, you know... I just had to come up with, like, I don't, I don't even know how I came up with this. Um, yeah, here at mood F, please roll up a spliff, uh, have a glass of wine, have a stiff drink, whatever makes you happy. We want you to do that here. So tonight's cocktail, I know this looks like some weird, it looks like a mango concoction, (laughs) doesn't it? Um. So what a, what is that? What a, JTS Brown Whiskey. Listen, I've never had this before. So if you even decide you want to contact me and be like, oh, my God, Nikita, how did you not know about that? Shut up. Then nobody asked you. Um, So it's JTS Brown Whiskey, um, Country Time Pink Lemonade, and Talenti, Talenti's Alfonso Mango Sorbet. Now, if you don't eat sorbet, I'm going to need you to grow up. Okay, grow up. Sorbet is a great, great alternative to ice cream as well. I don't really think you can count it as ice cream. However, it does cleanse your palate. If you're watching The Princess Diaries, you would know that. So here we are. Now, new tea. Ciao. I'm gonna I'm I'm need y'all to stop coming onto my Facebook, Okay i getting upset when I share these articles and I post my opinion. Yes, tea is, Biden is not, you know, he's saying that he can't, you know, forgive $50,000 worth of student loan debt without Congress, which, okay, like, I get it, whatever. But why are we, why are some of us okay with just $10,000 being settled? Like, just because you're cool with $10,000 does not mean I'm cool with $10,000. Like, one semester at St. John's is not $10,000. <laughs> okay? Like, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I don't know why y'all feel like $10,000, i will I'll take it. No, you're settling. You always tell your friends, don't settle for that trash-ass man. So why are we settling for $10,000? Like, no, forgive the 50 let us be real here. However... Um, you know your girl's been sitting in therapy for a while shout outs to my amazing therapist She actually told me that she listens to mood AF and she's watched me before so and she is actually the reason why I got back on the mic Um, I love you so much So I'm not going to tell you who what where when or why. Um, I'm not recommending her to anybody No, she is mine and mine only in the end. However um she kicked it to me in another lens like I mean, we're already like kind of in a hole as a country. Like there's unemployment that has been extended. Um, you know, welfare programs, food stamp programs due to the Ponderosa, the panini press that we're still in. So here we are. Um, as you know, this is my series live from the crib because I'm not filming in a studio. Well, actually my living room is my studio. <laughs> <laughs> so Please be comfortable. This is always what I've wanted. I wanted you guys to watch Mood in your pajamas. I am actually in my pajamas right now. Yes, I'm a bougie broad. This is actually a Ralph Lauren sleep shirt. And I drink to that. Yeah, that's very stiff. Very, very stiff. That's actually really good, though. Um, New tea also is that your girl has been... um, on some interviews so this is actually what we're going to get into all tea, all shade and all offense about because I feel like as a millennial and especially as a black woman there have been horrendous ass jobs and job interviews that I have been on and like at this point I don't even give a shit like we're spilling everything tonight so I actually went on a job interview a couple days ago right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't even a couple days ago it was actually well by the time you guys see this it was a couple days ago so I went on a job interview and um, it's at a uh, substance abuse place and the fucking microaggressions were just <laughs> they were very loud like Shh. okay let me set it up for y'all, right? So, like I said, it's a substance abuse place. So I already knew what I was getting myself into. But however, I am really good at my job. If you've worked with me, you already know how I give it up—the multitasking, the 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 charismatic, the charisma. I'm sorry. Um, I'm really nervous. I don't know why. Please forgive me. Um, yeah. So you know me—my multitasking skills, my charisma you got it. Like I'm a one, I'm elite. I'm going to talk my shit. I am very good at everything that I do work wise. So I go into this job interview, right? And first of all, the day before they kept sending me email after email, after email, after email, and the location kept changing. The time kept changing. So then I think it was like maybe five 6 o'clock in the evening and I get a phone call, but You know me, I keep my phone on, do not disturb. So it goes straight to voicemail. And the voicemail says, hey, Nikita, we're going to have it at the original location on the email. And it's going to be at 1230. So I said, okay, perfect. I go to this interview now. Ciao. How about I get to the interview? Say hello to the front desk girl. Let me tell you something. The front desk girls will always give away whether you should be at that damn job or not okay let me tell you why as somebody who has been a front desk girl for years we know okay we know who is who we know who is what and half the time if they really like us they're gonna come ask us what the person interviewing was like were they nice were they rude did they ask a lot of questions were they friendly whatever so the front desk girl she was a little overwhelmed I ain't even gonna hold you She was there by herself. It was a lot going on. Trust me, I have been there before several times. I know what it's like. So I'm sitting there. My interview's at 1230. Remember that? 1230 turns into 1245. The next person I was interviewing for the position, I guess, had came in at 1245. So she's sitting, you know, one seat. Like, we're spaced out, obviously. So I'm in one seat, empty chair. She's in the chair over. More clients keep coming in and out, going about their business. And 12.45 turns into 12.50. 12.50 turns into 1 o'clock. And then it turned into one fifteen, And that was when the young lady who interviewed me the day before, like a couple, not the day before, I'm sorry, the, uh, a week before, she comes out and she's like, listen, I'm sorry, she's finishing up a meeting, blah, 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 blah. I said, okay, cool, no problem, you know, whatever. Mind you, I definitely had to pee, but, like, I'm one of those people, like, I only feel comfortable, like, using the bathroom in my house, at least pandemic-wise, you know what I mean? Like, pre-COVID, I didn't even care, bro. Like, if there's a bathroom, I gotta go, I gotta go. But, like, panini press times, no. <laughs> I, I will wait until I get home. It's it's totally fine, trust me. Um, So, you know... 115, 120, 130 comes. And the person that you know I'm supposed to be meeting with comes out. And she's like, Nikita. And I'm like, Hi. Now, if you have worked with me before, you know, very bubbly girl, very vivacious, full of personality. Jeez, I love bragging on myself. Oh my god, I'm so great. Damn, I'm so great. Okay, anyway, sorry. Um, But I feel like, actually, no. Sorry, not sorry. I will brag on myself. I'm fucking amazing. Anyway, lady comes out, right? Short, like five foot flat, 98 pounds, soaking wet. Yes, she was Caucasian. Cool. I walk back into, I actually stuck my hand out to shake her hand because, again, forgetting we're in a panini press like this was like my first interview that was actually in person all my other interviews have been remote because that's the smart thing to do but whatever whatever floats your boat so I come out like she comes out she asks for my name I go to shake her hand and she like looks at me like what the fuck are you doing You are disrespectful by even sticking your hand out. So the front desk girl goes, she's not shaking hands because of the pandemic. And the front desk girl was already rude. Like, I was like, all right, bitch, didn't nobody ask you. Moving on. So as she's walking me back to her office, she's like, don't you know not to shake people's hands? We're in a pandemic. Please do keep in mind on the actual front desk was a like whole ass gallon bottle of Purell so she could have easily like shook my hand and got a squirt of uh, Purell and kept it fucking moving like okay so I'm like my apologies you know I'm just this is just who I am as a person I'm really friendly I have really good manners whatever So we get into her office. It looks like a motherfucking tornado hit that shit. Like a tornado in Texas for my Texas peeps. I'm sending you warmth. I'm sending you love. I'm sending you good vibes because I already know y'all are not built for this shit. Y'all are not prepared for this shit. So here, do me a favor, right? When summertime comes, right? And you see people in the North complaining, shut up. Don't make fun of us because we, we not roasting y'all asses about how y'all can't deal with the shit that's going on outside. Thank you. Good night. Moving on. So her tornado looks, her tornado, her office looks like a tornado. Shit looks fucking nuts. And there's two chairs. So she goes, you can have a seat. She never pointed to the seat of which I should sit in. So I sit in the first seat that I see. No, no, baby. Mm -mm, That was a big no, no. Because here she come. No, that one over there. I said, oh, I could tell where this shit going. This shit going to be spicy. I see what she doing. I see what she doing. She popping shit with me. It's because I got the braids. It's because I got the nails. But um, I see what you're doing. All right. I'm going I'm to I'm handle your ass respectfully, though. She starts looking over my resume. And she goes, can you just tell me about yourself? Because your resume is too small. Like the font is too small and I can't read it. Mind you, she had on glasses So I'm looking at her like Okay, not a problem So I start going off You know, my job description I start, you know, telling her About, you know, what I do The positions And the first thing out of her fucking mouth was I see you don't stay anywhere too long Miss girl Miss girl I'm here to kindly remind you that the cost of living in New York is ungodly high and no, I am gonna go where the money resides, okay? Where the money reside, where the money reside, all right? Because I don't know why you think that. Paying somebody less than $50,000 in New York is okay and even $50,000 in New York is is kind of a little questionable. I ain't even gonna hold you. Um, I'm just saying, for for those of you who feel like $50,000 is enough in the middle of Iowa or West Bubblefuck fuck wherever please stop telling me that your houses are two dollars and that you can get a five bedroom sitting on some land for the same amount that I pay in rent that is all fine and dandy but what do you do for fun? and what time do your bars close because the minute I hear last call for drinks is at 1.30 I'm going to look at you very crazy you know what I am doing at 1.30 in the morning if I'm out in New York City honey I am at the bottom of somebody's douce bottle so um me and my little high expensive New York City lifestyle we will stay right where the fuck we're at thank you um I've tried suburbia living it clearly didn't work and that's why I have not moved back since um yeah moving on so I'm telling her about my job experience and the first thing she could possibly ask me, cause you know, every job, not every job, I'm sorry. Most jobs make you fill out that questionnaire thing. You know what I mean? Where they like have you like fill out basically everything that they ask you the same shit that's on your resume. So she was like, you went to high school in Williamsburg. Why wouldn't you go to high school like closer to your house? I already wanted to curse this bitch out, but it was in this moment that I was like, you know what? (sighs) I'm about to fuck with you since you, you trying to fuck with me. Um, for those of you who are new and don't know, I used to live in Texas for six years. So unfortunately I had to move back to New York my senior year of high school girl, that's tea for a different day. If I could go back and tell you what happened my senior, senior year of high school, trust me, I would. Um, so In order for me to have graduated as a New York City, uh, high school student, I had to at least have a certain number of credits. So in Texas, I think what we only needed like 26 credits to graduate or some shit like that. It was some crazy small number, but I think in New York, it's like 140 something. Like the, the, the numbers are like very drastic, like very big difference. So I didn't, um, Obviously, do most of my schooling, like high school uh, high school schooling what the fuck. I obviously didn't complete most of my credits in New York City. So, um, I had to complete like ninety credits at least to go to the high school of my choice on top of taking regents. I've never taken a regents In Texas, we call them tax tests, okay? Like, and I think um if I distinctly remember by your senior year, if you're like, done with all your tax testing you didn't fail anything like yo shit you set to graduate all you got to do is just go pass your classes get your credits and be out so I was already done with all my tax testing like I was a full-blown senior like was about to get first period release uh first trimester and fifth period release third trimester like this this is listen that's what I wanted I wanted my life to be literally living like it's golden um so I had to go to the board of ed with my sister and my dad and I had to plead my case in front of this whole entire executive board about why I should go to a specialized high school. So I'm sitting here explaining this to this woman and I'm paying attention to every little movement that she's like making. So obviously, if you know, you know I speak with if you know me, you know I speak with my hands a lot and she's watching my hand movements she's looking at my ring she's looking at my necklace she's looking at you know the way I like have my legs crossed she's looking at the way how I have my hands placed on my lap like she's very observant so yes I will give her that moving on um So I explained to her, listen, I wanted to go to a specialized high school. I had to plead my case in front of a whole executive board who literally like felt so bad for me because they wanted to send me to the high school of which I wanted to go to. But unfortunately, regulation is regulation, rules are rules. There's nothing I could do about it, like whatever. So they were like, the only thing we could do is send you to a charter school. And I was like, damn, son. You said a charter school. That means I got to wear a uniform my senior year. Like, bro, I stopped wearing uniforms, like, when I left private school. (laughs) Like, I think I left private school and went to public school, like, in the second grade. So, like, what the fuck? Like, damn, son. I really got to wear a uniform my senior year? What type of shit is this? I was so mad. So, then she asked me what high school I wanted to go to. And this is where she shut the fuck up. Because I said, the Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis High School. And she was like, oh my God, like dead silence. (laughs) And it just felt so good to just shut her the fuck up. So then, um, you know, she's asking me more questions. Uh, she asked me like what my major was at St. John's and I told her I was a double major, Um, I was going to get my bachelor's in communications and then my master's in government and politics, which I still plan on doing. Um, especially after spending all summer in protest, you know, standing up for black lives. I went into explaining that I, as a black woman, I've worked in corporate many years now, I've seen the microaggressions, I've faced the microaggressions and, you know, losing, um, my nephew's father to covid just trying to explain to him as a young black male what it'll be like trying to grow up in a society that will judge you just because you are a black person. Like, I really wanted to be the change in the world. And I still do. Trust me, I will find some way of being the change in the world. So she asked me um, where I see myself in five years. In five years, I'll be 31. So I said, I'll be done with school altogether, um, hopefully in my law program. And she asked me where I wanted to go to law school. So I said, Brooklyn Law. And then she laughs and she smirks and she goes, (laughs) they produce a lot of liberals. And I was just like, why the fuck does everything have to, Jesus Christ, just say you're a Trump supporter and go, sis. Like, I don't give a fuck that it's liberal or whatever. You mean we think for ourselves and we don't follow a culty man who leads us into insurrection and then, (laughs) look, Look at his supporters. Half of them were in prison. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, they produce liberals. Like, she's like, yeah, you'd fit right in. All right, ho, now you're trying me because you don't even fucking know who I am. So like, chill the fuck out. Then she goes on to asking me about my last position. So the last position that I worked was with a very well-known corporate real estate firm, but they're also an outsourcing firm as well. So the first thing that comes out of her mouth is, yeah, but they're corporate real estate. And literally, I had already explained to her that they were also an outsourcing firm. So I said, yeah, but they're also an outsourcing firm. She goes, okay, but they're corporate real estate. Okay, but they're an outsourcing firm. What do, like, what the fuck is this? Cat and mouse, like Tom and Jerry? Girl, get to the fucking point. So she asked me, she was like, um you don't really stay too long at places. Like there's a year here. She's like, why are you leaving CB? Oh. Mm. She's like, why are you leaving them after a year? <laughs> and I was like, um, well, I was furloughed in April and I was permanently laid off in October. And she goes, why'd they take you so long? Why'd it take them so long to lay you off? And I said, um, I don't know. If I had the answer to that question, I would gladly give it to you the fuck, like, girl, you asking me why I got laid off, and why it took them so long to lay me off, bitch, the fuck you think this is, like, I don't know, like, I'm not in control of that, like, ask them, How? Oh, don't ask me, so I was like, all right, whatever, let it go, she's like, well, I hope you know that I don't Asked the traditional interview questions and you know I definitely noticed that you had told tell me that shit twice so I was like yeah it's okay so then she continues to read through my little questionnaire and flip through the same fucking resume of which she Dike said she could not read and then goes is your father an alcoholic Let me, let me take a sip before I read this bitch for filth. Ah, That was good. I said, no, my father's never had a drop of alcohol a day in his life. She's like, oh, well, usually, you know, everybody in their family, the one of the parents is, you know, an alcoholic or suffers from alcoholism. Girl, my mama gets lit off of like three Coronas. What are you talking about? Like, no, (laughs) my father has never drank a day in his life either. So then she asked me if anybody in my family suffers from substance abuse or if I've ever had a friend that suffers from substance abuse. I'm still stuck on the fact that the bitch had the balls to ask me if my father's an alcoholic. Like, what the fuck are you on? Hmm? Come again? Okay? Like, what the fuck? Um, um... Please shut up. Don't talk to me ever again. Don't talk to me ever again. Don't. Like, what? I was so thrown off. And it put a really nasty taste in my mouth so as the interview is continuing she's just like going back to you know my whole social justice activism and she's just like well I see that you do want to be the change in the world and I think you have the passion and the drive to do it and my whole like demeanor after I left that interview was a lot of y'all be having millennials fucked up like especially in this job field you are willing to degrade a whole class of people um excuse me a whole generation of people because we don't stay at jobs too long because y'all be having us fucked up I refuse to walk into a position where I'm getting spoken to like I am the help every fucking day I already went through that shit and yo that shit didn't end too well either like I refuse to have an employer literally degrade me every day because I need to pay bills like yo bro um I will deadass go flip fucking burgers at McDonald's before with dignity before I let any motherfucker in a corporate office speak to me like they think that they are god that shit has to stop and on top of that millennials don't stay in places too long because like the money is not adding up. You're asking me to do the job of five people, but you're only paying me pennies on the dollar. Like you're asking me to have 10 years worth of experience, two fucking degrees, and then you want to pay me 1650? What? What? This is why millennials don't stay places too long. Like, what? Then y'all wondering why we don't have kids. How the hell are we going to have kids if we can't even pay to feed our fucking selves? Make the shit make sense. Like, I don't understand. Especially trying to find a job in a pandemic. Like, whoa. Yo, half the listings I've seen on these job boards are like they're asking you to have all this experience they're asking you to do all of these astronomical ass things but they don't want to pay you the money we're rightfully owed so why am I going to why (laughs) then this whole theory of you're supposed to give two-week notice. Let me explain something to you. I don't give jobs two-week notices. I don't care that people think that it's rude and you should leave on good standing. I don't give jobs two-week notices because they don't give you a two-week notice when they gonna fire your ass, okay? Because I didn't get a two-week notice when I got fired. You know what I got? I got a call talking about I had to be at the corporate headquarters in 30 minutes, it was 2.30 on a Thursday. I was play- I was getting ready to go to a Yankees game after work. And I got the call at 2.30. I needed to be at headquarters in 30 minutes. And literally, if you know anything about the MTA, the MTA will just fuck your life up on a good day. Um, so when I got up to corporate, when I got up to headquarters and I walked in and I walked into the room and I saw my boss and I was like, this little bitch. Oh anyway but yeah I got fired like on a fucking Thursday they didn't even let me finish out the week they couldn't even just like fire me on a Friday or something and just be like yo like whatever but you know I was thankful I got to sleep in the next day I didn't give a shit um But that's my point, like, these jobs ask so much of us, but they're not paying us anything, and then we're in a pandemic, right? So I understand everybody, you know, wants the luxury of working from home, and I completely agree, like, we've all been embedded in our heads to think that these corporate office jobs that we need to be present in the office for, we have to be in the office for. No the fuck we don't, we can do them shits at home, but then- They move us to working from home and then now they're watching your input and they want to see how much work you're really getting done because they feel like, oh shit, if we keep them home, they're going to be lazy as fuck. So we should double down on the work and give them more work to do. No, that's not, not what anybody is saying. I know I don't want to do more work because I'm working from home. We're in a panini press for fuck's sake. Do you understand what I'm saying? A panini press. We're going through roller coasters of emotions. Do y'all even know? Like, yo, son, we're going into a year of being in a Ponderosa. What the fuck? (laughs) Can you believe it? A year? Yo, I remember when I got told to work from home. Then I got, then I remember uh, when they told me to come back. And I didn't even get to go back. They were like, hmm, will not think that's a good idea. How about this? You, you, you stay home until further notice. We'll let you know when to come back. I said, oh, okay, well, that's fine, I guess. Like, are you shitting me? Then when I was home, the the, the work that I was assigned to do was literally something that wasn't even in my fucking job description that's another thing why do you have us doing shit that's not in the job description yo y'all please especially trying to find a job in a pandemic for the love of god for the love of everything i ask you please pay attention to these job descriptions read them shit thoroughly if they say that the company culture is we are like a family run 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 long, run hard, run fast, run far, run. Because that family dynamic, yeah, no, that's sh- that shit not healthy. That's toxic. If they say, um, I saw another one. I think it was either on TikTok or Twitter um, where they said, uh, if the company describes itself as, you know, you need to be a self-starter, understand that you're probably going to have to work off of no direction. I I literally like sit down and I reread some of the job descriptions that for jobs that I've applied to and I'm like damn I wonder if I could rescind my application because I already see you got me fucked up from the the job description alone like what the fuck is this the fuck do you expect like then y'all get mad when we actually take PTO time like I'm not asking you if I can take a sick day, if I can take a personal day. I am telling you I'm not coming, okay? Period. I'm not asking you if I could take vacation time. And then they come back is, oh, well, um, don't book your vacation until your vacation time is approved, Listen, I have the time. I don't give a fuck if it's approved or not. I'm going. You know why? Because it's your job as management to find coverage. It's your job to tell people, hey, so-and-so is going away. If, you know, department-wide, you can't have certain people, like a, number, a certain number of employees going away at the same time or like a blackout period. It's your job to let us know that. But it's not my job to ask you to take the PTO that I am entitled to. I'm not asking you, I'm telling you. The same way how when I resign, I'm not giving you a two-week notice. I'm letting you know, effective so-and-so date is my last day, period. If you don't like it, tough shit. The last time I actually put in a two-week notice for a job that I had, I actually didn't finish out the two weeks. I think I worked like one more shift and I was just like, yeah, okay, I'm out, um bye I don't have time for y'all y'all nonsense y'all bullshit whatever fuck y'all one good night I don't care I paid my dues I think I was at the. that was like my first like adult job post Disney um I worked at a spa those of you who know if you know you know because some of you still follow me on Instagram and the socials and stuff um But yeah, no, they did me slime at that job. Like, what? (laughs) Bro, I was responsible for training people. Did I get paid extra to train people? No, not at all. But let a new person come in. It was my job to train them. And they had to shadow me for like a few days. And I remember thinking to myself one day, like, if y'all want me to train people so bad, why don't you make me a trainer? But then... You're gonna say, well, you don't have a degree. What the fuck does that even mean? What does my degree have to do with me training somebody how to check guests in and out, walk them downstairs to the changing room, and walk back upstairs and probably check somebody out on the register? These jobs be, <laughs> son, between them, the poor ass management, the hating ass coworkers. Cause let me tell you something, I had some bomb ass coworkers when I worked. Um, I'm like my first, first corporate job, um, the one I unfortunately got fired from. But like, and I love, I still to this day, there's some of y'all that I love and adore and y'all keep up with me and I keep up with y'all and y'all were very upset when they fired me and they fired my work wife. Shout outs to you, Brandy. Love you. Um, But yeah, y'all was was vexed. Rightfully so. They let the two baddest bitches in there go. And that's why y'all had, was left with Bikini Bottom and Friends. If you were ever wondering who Brandy and I were talking about, we were talking about the Bikini Bottom and Friends. Just understand that when you look at these people, it will make sense. You will see Mrs. Puff. You will see SpongeBob. You will see Pearl the Whale. Uh, yeah, you'll see the whole squad. Um, and no, Brandy and I were not included in the Bikini Bottom and Friends. We were, were too pretty for that. Moving on so I just need y'all to understand like for real for real like if you're looking for a job in this pandemic I feel you I feel for you we are in this together uh because child let me tell you something um one thing I will say though there are certain areas that I think everybody should stay away from without saying too much I'm just going to say collections is one of them Stay away from anything that is in a call center environment because child they do not pay you enough for half the quotas and bullshit that you must meet. It's not op- no, 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 no 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 no. No. Absolutely not. Um and then you read the job description and you're like, "What the fuck? This does not This th- th- it's like when you take a test in school, you know what I mean? And like the shit that the teacher taught is not on the test, and then you're like, "But you didn't say this when I was Interviewing for the job, and also um one of the biggest tips I could give, as a uh, as far as like interviewing goes, because I've done it many many times before, and I think I do it well. Not to not to brag or whatever, but. I do think that you should treat the interview as though you are interviewing them. So I'm not saying don't ask them what the company culture is like, cause they about to feed you some bullshit lie. Do not believe that. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is ask them questions that, you know, it might be a little hard for them. they They can't lie pretty much. So a question that I saw, I'm not saying use this one. Cause I saw that shit and I was like, Ooh, child, they might not even call you back. Um, was describe a time that you weren't proud of something that happened in the company and what did you do to fix it I said bitch they not even gonna call your ass back because they do want they gonna think that you're trying to get tea on what the fuck that they did wrong like no they're not gonna answer that um Something that I do like to ask is, what do you see, what would you expect out of me from the first 30, 60, 90 days of a position? I do think that's a good one. Um, Another good one is, um, what would you like, what is your ideal candidate? And do you think I have the qualifications of being your ideal candidate? Or another way to rephrase that is, um, what qualifications on my resume do you think would be a good fit for this position um you know because it kind of gives it like that little two-way street feedback or whatever they're giving you feedback on how great you are which you know we can always appreciate however I really wanted to jump on here to just like really talk about how these jobs we have in is fucked up man like and I could make this a series, not, like, full entire show, obviously, but I could make it a series, like, a little series where we talk about whatever job interview I've gone on or, like, who I've interviewed. I actually almost got scammed today, so sad, because I read the job description, and I was like, okay, boom, 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 this is everything i were already used to doing. Then I looked at the salary, and I said, <laughs> A bit like me gonna be eating caviar. Like a bit like me could pack the fuck up and actually move to the borough of Manhattan. <clears throat> and then I got an email today, and the way how the email was formatted, the the fact that the whole first paragraph was one run-on sentence was very alarming. Was very alarming. Like I really was like what the fuck? Like, why is it one run-on sentence? Like, I'm confused. (laughs) Um, then at the bottom, it's like, you could tell they copied and pasted, uh, an email, but they forgot to hit, like, paste format, so that way it all matches up together, and the email didn't match what the fuck was going on, and, like, uh, the rest of, like, the, the sender of the email, and the email that was listed at the bottom were two completely different emails, okay? Put it that way. And then they asked me for my name, my address, my phone number. I was like, all right, scam, scam alert. This actually, something similar actually happened to me back in 2015. Um, I was post-Disney. Let me tell you something. Y'all about to get the tea on the Disney College Program next show because, ciao, we need to discuss we need to discuss all right I've been holding back I decided to wait for six years it's been six years since I did it I'm ready to spill all of that tea trust me um but I was supposed to nanny for this like I found this nanny job and I knew it was a fucking scam because the check that they sent me in the mail was the most fraudulent check I think I've ever seen in my entire life and I was just like what the fuck like the check was just it read fraud and at the time I asked my best friend I said bro she was like Nikita, if you cash this bro, the bank is going to close your account. They are going to think that you are a scammer. They are going to lock your ass up and throw away the key. So I said, alright, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Obviously I didn't do it. Um, clearly. Cause, you know, I'm too pretty to go to jail. Like, if I'm gonna be big burfus bitch, I'm gonna do that shit on the outside, like willingly, not because I have to. You know what I mean? Um yeah I think millennials like yo fuck these jobs okay because these jobs don't be caring about you they don't give you two week notice when they fire you like go ahead and do whatever the fuck it is that you want to do if you see that you have learned everything in the job you've learned everything in the position because they will try to fuck around and cross train your ass Okay, don't do that cross training bullshit if you don't have to because you're cross training me to do my job and somebody else's job. So that way when you fire that person or that person leaves, I'm going to pick up their responsibilities until you fill the position and God forbid you don't fill the position. That means I'm going to be doing two jobs, but you're not giving me two salaries. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you feel like you have learned everything that you needed to learn in the position, sweetheart, get up and go where the money resides. We live I shouldn't say we, because some of y'all don't live here. But those of us that live in New York City, we know, we know, Metro Cards are $275. It's $275 a swipe. Rent. Dumb expensive. Except now we're in a panini press. So because half the gentrifiers are moving out and they're going back to wherever the hell they came from, rent kind of low right now. So if you could go get you a cheap apartment, I suggest you go do that. Definitely go do that. However, comma. Not everybody can afford to move right now, I understand. Um, But go where the money resides. Go where you feel like the money is freely flowing. Don't let none of these jobs fuck with your mental health and your mental peace and your sanity. Girl, don't do that. Don't do that. Because I remember for a good, like, six months, I was miserable as fuck at my job. I kept being responsible for training people and, like, no benefit was coming back to me. Like, so what if you're giving me positive reinforcement and you're telling me how great I am at my job? I know how good I am at my job. You want to show me how much you appreciate me as an employee? Put that shit back in my check, bro. Like, that ass. And then the raises, it's like, when you ask for a raise, they, they, they what's up with the pushback? Oh, well, you know, the company is going through a hard time. I don't give a fuck what the company is going through. I asked for a raise. I showed you why I deserve it. If you're not trying to get me to raise, I'm gonna go where the money reside. Cause y'all, y'all got the game fucked up backwards and twisted. All right. And also let me reiterate this point one more time. HR is not your friend. HR is for the good of the company. Don't let these little people on HR who work in HR on TikTok tell y'all that HR is for everybody. No, it ain't. No, it is not. You know what happened when I went to HR? I lost my job. Ah, oh, I got fired. Ah, oh, no. HR is bullshit. Like, I'm sorry if you work in HR and you take that personally and you're trying to convince me otherwise. Listen, that's on you. But I know as a black woman, the minute we go to HR is the minute our ass is on the line. And it's probably time that we get our ass somewhere else and out the door. Because, again black woman comes into corporate office I'm, I'm i'm literally about to walk out through that corporate map from a black woman's perspective so it's black woman enters organization black woman works at said organization for a specific period of time black woman then sees unfair practices within said organization favoritism unfair treatment Black woman then goes to HR to say something about unfair practices. Black woman then gets retaliated against and faces constant microaggressions for everything under the sun. Black woman then gets called angry and all types of other bullshit excuse after excuse after excuse until they fire you trust me i've been there do you know how many times i've been called an angry black woman said that my face i wasn't friendly enough whatever whatever let me tell you something Becky can have a bad day at work. And I've always said this. Becky can have a bad day at work and they will fucking let Becky cry at her desk. They will send her home. They'll let her take the next day off to regroup and get her shit together. Let me have a bad day at work, right? And I just look like I just have RBF or I'm in the zone or whatever. They're quick to say that. Nikita's aggressive. Nikita's being mean to me today. No, I'm not. Y'all let Becky cry and you coddled her. Honey, how do you know I'm not going through my own shit, but I just know better than to cry at work? What the fuck be wrong with y'all? Relax, relax. Stop trying to paint black women as these crazy ass, aggressive, all the angry black women. Do you know how many times... Black women reread emails that they send every day in a corporate office because it's going to come across rude? You know how many times I've always wanted to say per my last email, but then I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. They're going to tell you some other shit. Don't say it per my last email. Say some other... Mm-mm. you can't even see I, I and then if you attach a receipt you just gonna look like a raging bitch because if I say see previous email thread below that's one thing like why do we have to keep watering down shit to make people feel comfortable in a corporate office I don't know but black women we gonna stop doing that matter of fact black people stop doing that stop making these motherfuckers uncomfortable because they don't make us comfortable at all thank you um yes so um before I go uh I didn't necessarily want to make this show a long show because there's like other stuff that I really want to talk about um but I just had to you know pop in let y'all know I'm still here let y'all know I didn't forget about y'all and that I love y'all so 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 much by the way this is not the sleep shirt I wore in my Christmas photos okay This is not, this is, this is a different one. That one, the sleeves are cuffed. This one, the sleeves are not, but yes, we are live from the crib. We doing stuff in pajamas. I hope you guys, um, enjoyed this episode. Please do let me know what other stuff you want to talk about, what you want me to talk about, what you want me to rant about. Um, there were a couple hiccups along the way. Um, I'm going to work them, them shits out though, because I really miss this. Even though, you know, I was clearly nervous and now it goes away because I literally have to stop psyching myself out. Sorry. I like literally rub my, my eyes. Jesus Christ. All right. Got it together. Um, I do miss you guys. I do love you guys. Um, I am thinking of other things that I do want to ramble about on this show, though. Uh, definitely doing the Disney college program internship story. Um, I would touch on a couple of other internships that I did. I'm just not sure how they will be, you know, what the response will be, because I know there are some people from past internships that keep up with me. Like I am a Kardashian and I know some of them are gonna get in their bag because there's a lot of shit I gotta say. Anyway, uh to my tribe, y'all know who y'all are. I love y'all. Thank you for supporting me. Um Listen, I'm going to be real transparent right here in this moment before I sign off. But if you have not heard from me as of late, I do not want you to take this personally. It is nothing against you. The place where I'm at right now, it's very peaceful, which I'm definitely going to do a show on healing and growth and my journey with healing, growth, and therapy. Um, I think Black people and mental health is something that, you know, I love the conversation. I love the discourse. I think there needs to be more conversation. I think there needs to be more discourse. I think people need to stop, especially us in the Black community, we need to stop saying that's just how I am and that's just how I am my ass into therapy, okay? Um, But, yes, I will be doing a show on – my own personal journey with mental health and you know healing and growth it's been so beautiful and it's been so spiritual but the place that i'm in right now it just requires me to be a little more uh little less accessible so i can do all the dope shit that i want to do for mood af trust me i've been holding my own self back so here we are step one accountability <laughs> yes girl taking accountability for our own actions gotta love it um So, yeah, I love y'all. I felt so good to do this. I'm going to do this again. So, don't be surprised if, like, y'all start getting, like, mad episodes, like, coming out soon. I'm not going to promise nothing, all right? I'm just saying be out on the look, all right? Keep up with me. um, At Mood AF Podcast is where you can find us on Instagram, Twitter. We're not, I'm not really active on the Mood AF Facebook I just want to get off Facebook altogether, to be quite honest. Um, Also, uh, find me on all of my personal social media accounts. It's at Nikita, which is obviously my first name. It's N-I-K-E-I-T-A with an underscore. And I'm also on Clubhouse, which i'm still not used to using i literally like created an account and then everybody like i know started following me so like if you're on clubhouse like ping me in a room like let me see what is hitting for because i've joined a room for like podcasting but i didn't speak so i don't know should i start my own clubhouse room would y'all join like i'm just so curious to know um i know people are doing what's that shit called discord Like, is that what it's called? Discord? Like, Twitch? Some shit. I don't know. It's like what the gamers be doing. I don't know if I'm going to do all that. But if that's what y'all trying to see, well, then tell me. Like, I want to know what y'all want to see. I want to know what y'all want to hear. Because when I be asking y'all these questions, it be crickets. It be so crickets. And then when you see me or, like, y'all will text me and be like, yo, what up on Mood AF? Bro, then I just ask y'all on the show to tell me what y'all wanted to see and it be crickets. So, please... Be very honest. Tell me what you want me to talk about. Tell me what you'd like to see. Nothing is no home bar here, but I love y'all. I'm gonna go to bed. I'm gonna do my skincare. Please do your skincare routine. Moisturize. It's cold outside. I love y'all. I will talk to y'all soon. Later, guys.